Welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. This is a podcast about two guys who love to talk about movies as well as explore the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. I am Michael, and as with always, here is Jim. Jim, how you doing today, man? Doing fantastic. All right. Well, this is a special day. It is a special day. It's a special day because we are getting into, I think, both of ours favorite movie one of our favorite movies of all time of all time it's up there yeah but before we talk about that we just got done seeing the dial of destiny yes indiana jones his final ride dial of destiny and here's your warning now audience to the thousands that listen to us if you have not seen indiana jones and the dial of destiny maybe to skip 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 ahead skip ahead or just stop the podcast yep. go see it and then tune in that's what you should that's do. what you should do go see it go see it um because we're gonna ruin it for you because we are gonna ruin Big it we're time. gonna talk about some spoilers we're gonna talk about what we like what we didn't like but uh ultimately man indiana jones all right there's your warning but let's so let's get into it okay so we've been putting this off for a week because we, we both seen the movie we both saw the movie and of course we'd like to like talk about it right away but we've been holding back all week mm-hmm. for this very moment yeah this very moment it's like a kid waiting to open the presents for christmas that's right because that's i've been right. waiting and when i when you went and saw i saw it first didn't want to talk about one to wait for you mm-hmm. then you come back and you're like i don't want to say nothing i want to talk about it on the podcast and i'm like to, oh man to, yeah all right so okay. so let's get into it let's uh uh, do you want to go first? Your likes, dislikes? No, you go first. All right. Okay. You go first. Well, 100%, I am glossy-eyed when it comes to Indiana Jones. So no matter what, like I'm always going to lean on the side of I loved it. <laughs> okay. I liked it. But, of course, I did have some some things about the movie that I didn't really care for. and uh, But ultimately, I, I loved it. I mean, look, they could make hundred more of these movies and I'll go see every single one of them. Um, but, uh, so I, I ultimately liked the movie. Okay. But I can understand why there might be some people that do not. So, okay. When you walked out of the theater, mm-hmm. okay. First off, I don't know this about you. Do you sit through the whole credits of a movie? Like, like when it's done, do you sit through oh, the whole thing? I do not, but I did with this. Okay. Not because I'm waiting for like, you know, a scene at the end of the movie. No. Cause that's like the, the theme now, but I'm not going to lie. I got emotional. Like this was it. Like yeah. I'm never going to see Indiana Jones again. And maybe, uh, maybe I don't big think spoilers. So. Maybe. I don't but, think so. I think he's over and he's getting old, man. I mean, and that's a point that we had to talk about is that yeah Harrison Ford man yeah, that, that's gonna yeah. be a rough rough day yeah but uh so no when that movie ended and the music started like I just sat there the whole the whole thing I just well I waited for the the the, the Indiana I didn't see the whole credits but I sat and me my kids I took my uh all oh, the kids want to be able to stand they were the just like thing. all right they dad long. they're like they're all right, dad let's let's go and uh, I'm like, no, I'm like, kids, just just take it in, just listen to the music. Yeah. And they did. They sat there, but uh, no, I was trying to process it because it was just, I was like, man, this is it, and this is this is like my childhood hero, and I'm I'm done. It's gonna be like losing a grandparent. Okay, so you, you know? sat through the the credits. It's completely over. You walked out of the theater, and you were like, wow, that was great, or dang, that was good. Man, I wow, I'm gonna go back and see it again. I don't know if I had those reaction. It was just more of like, like that's it. It is more of I guess I guess I I walked out of the theater more feeling loss than I did uh-huh. like, oh that was great. It was like that that's it. And it wasn't it wasn't a loss of like oh that was a disappointing way to go out because I feel like the story it is what it is. That's just that's how it is. It was more of a. a yeah, I'm just sad and, you know, but ultimately I like the movie and I, and I, you know, I, I like the story. Okay. So oh. I, I went in to the movie, no expectations whatsoever, mm-hmm. none whatsoever. And, and a big part of me was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to like this no matter what, mm-hmm. you know? And I got out of the theater and my son's like, he's, he's, oh, I loved it. It was great. 
Dad, did you like it? And I was like, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I liked it or not. Yeah. Because I really couldn't, I haven't, I didn't really process yeah. it yet. Even though I sat through the entire credits. Mm. Yeah, that's, that, I just and, and, felt like I wasn't processing. And I felt like I kind of need to see it again to formulate an opinion. Yeah. Which, to me, that tells me that I didn't like it because there are movies that, that you, you leave like, and you're just like, wow, like, like Super 8. Mm-hmm. I left that theater going, man, that was mm, great. That's true. And Star Trek. What was the, the first Star Trek? The the 2000... J.J. Abrams. The J.J. Abrams. Walked out. I was like, man, that was awesome. But this movie, I was just like, man, I don't know. Because there was a lot of really cool things in it. Yeah. And there was a lot of just really like, like, oh, come on things yeah. in it. So I'm going to buy the DVD. Of course. I'm going to add it to the collection. I'm going to see it again. Now, I didn't like crystal skull when it first came out i thought it was silly eh, i'm kind of warming up to it now mm-hmm. so i might have to warm up to this one yeah crystal skull is kind of it's it's aged well i, I feel yeah better than and then it did when it first came out um but i remember being a defender of crystal skull too when it came out because i'm just like no it is good and yeah but deep down in my heart, I'm like, eh, I guess it could have been a better movie. And there's some things about it, but, uh, but I, yeah, I kind of like Crystal Skull, and and I like this one too. Yeah, so. it's it's. I love the story. I love mm-hmm. the the opening's great. I mean, the stories are really good. Yeah. I like that they that they found the dial. It's mathematical. Finding time points to a, a rift in time where they can time travel and, and going back and. They're the wrong date. Oh no! And everything was really cool. I think mm-hmm. it's for me. It's the. It's when it gets too cartoony. When the action gets too cartoony, to where y- you can suspend your belief for a lot of things, but when it's so over the top, that you're just like, "Come on, no, come on!" Like like the 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 chase in the little the 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 little tut tut taxi yeah. cars like that. It's like these are little ten horsepower cars. They don't go fast. Yeah. And the chasing was just getting ridiculous. But not to say that I might go back and watch it again later and just go with it and have a good time, but my, just right out of the gate, it's just like, this is too much. See, I feel like that kind of stuff is throughout all the movies. Not, no, not to the extent. I mean, because we just, really? just watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, they're okay. it's so over the top. And then when the action comes at you so fast and nonstop, your mind doesn't have a chance to process anything you just saw. And so it's like, what did I just see? And then the next thing happens and and then the next thing happens and the next thing happens. And then you get to the end of the movie and you're like, did I like that or not? Yeah. And that's, that's what it was with me. There is a pace pacing thing. It's a pacing thing. Um, But going back to the silly thing, I mean, you really, you you think that's more or less believable than when Indy doesn't have a a parachute and he's like, Oh, I'm just going to take this inflatable boat out. I'm going to fall. But from an airplane. <laughs> yeah, but it's plausible that you, it it's, acts as a parachute and it flows to the ground. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of crazy. He's dodging a train in a subway <laughs> on a horse. Those quick moments. It's, yeah. it's, it's too much. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe. and then the other thing about the movie, too, I was just like, you want a likable character? I, the, his goddaughter was just annoying. Oh, see, I liked her. See, and I didn't like her I at liked all. her. I didn't like her at all. She was... A liar and a cheat and always just ah, I just didn't like that character at all. I liked well, okay. I don't so think that, she ever came around this, either, right? This, she never like like teamed up with him. She okay, was, so you this always is, thought she was gonna like get him somehow. Yeah. I didn't like that. She came around I mean, I would think like just the fact that she saved him, you know, because she's all about herself. Yeah, she did herself, save and me. then at the yeah, end yeah, she's like, I'm out, you know, okay. I need you to come with me. But what and this is gonna go into what I'm gonna talk about later. But I liked her because she wasn't like another a female version of Indiana Jones. No, you know what not. I mean? Yeah. And and there was that story, you know, there's a story, not the storyline, but but Indy does say that, hints that like, look, you might feel this way now, but there is still something about you, you know, with the whole archaeology. Because her her whole thing is that she knows all this archaeological stuff because she finds it and sells it. You know, she's from all about the money. Yeah. But he did say, but you don't, he says, oh, but you didn't memorize all your dad's books because you want to make money. Like he knows like there's something in you. Yeah. 
you know, but uh, I liked her. To me, it was like, wow, this is what would it be like if, if Indiana Jones met Han Solo. Because she was very Han Solo-ish. Yeah, I guess. Now, what about her sidekick, the little kid? Yeah. Did great. you like she, him she too? Got her, yeah. I, I, there's very little that I disliked. And I, yeah. I'll tell you what I disliked. Okay, what did you about, dislike? So the fact that Steven Spielberg did not make this movie. And it, it shows and it tells. And I think had he have made this movie, I think this might be, for me... I mean, I don't know. It might. I mean, nothing's going to rank higher than Raiders, but um, it might be up there. I still don't know where I ranked Dial of Destiny, but do you think you would have dialed it down a bit? Like, like I had, think so. Had, had it made it so because, sensational? Because I think what Spielberg does is he actually brings heart to the characters, and I think that that was missing. It was. I think it was missing in a lot mm-hmm. of. It was very cold-blooded, a lot of the, like, yes. and those guys that were killing, it's like, okay, you kill the bad guys, you kill the guys that are fighting, but when they well, when they kill just willy-nilly office, willy-nilly office workers, I thought mm-hmm. that was too much. I thought it was too. And I would think that Spielberg wanted to do that. He's it was like, out no, of place. It was, out of, it was very out of yeah. place. Yeah. And like, I mean, in the end of the Indiana Jones movie, innocent people do die, yeah. but you never see it. Yeah, it was. Like it Spielberg was, does it from yeah. like the barrel of the gun of the bad guy. And, yeah. But you never, yeah, and, and like very rarely does like Indy's, associates allies get gunned down for helping them yeah and that's that's what that was like it kind of was jarring yeah but so that was that was one of the things i didn't like about the movie mm-hmm. the other thing and my and this is because me and my kids were watching all the indiana jones Th- these are small little ticky tack things but no, that's fine, but I these are the hear. things that make yeah. me like this is an indiana jones movie right yeah. so me and my kids watched all of them leading up to the movie and one thing that we liked was is that in every Indiana Jones movie, the Paramount Mountain leads into yeah. the next scene, right? Mm-hmm. Or to the first scene. Yeah. They didn't do it. And my kids were like, what? You know, there was no, no the mountain didn't change into anything. Yeah. So that was that was a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing was, at, well, at one point, I thought they were going to skip the whole plane on the map because he gets on the plane. And that and looked then, really good. And he has a flashback. Yeah. And then I'm like, what? They can't do that. That that's what makes Indiana Jones movies. Let me let me see the travel. Yeah. And they eventually did it with the train, but um Well, there was a plane one too. Though. No, there wasn't. It was just train. But it was the same thing. Same I mean, thing. I okay, yeah. Get it. Um So there's that. What was the other one? Uh that make it Indiana Jones movie. Um the uh every Indiana Jones movie the villains die with a very horrific death that is brought about their own demise. Right? Right. The, you know, the guy just dies in a plane crash. I mean, it was like... Oh, yeah. he. Yeah, there the plane, was no, the, like... The plane just went down. It just went down to crash. I mean, I guess it was his own demise, but it was like, that's how the villain went out? I mean, he should have gone. He should have gone out by jumping, jumping through time, and then and then like the, getting eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah, but right? let's be real. Yeah, he should have died when he got hit in the by that pole in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, who who would survive that? Yeah, you know he did, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, to me that would that would have killed him more than a plane crash because the other people survived the plane crash, but he didn't. Anyways, so there's that and then yeah the people dying just didn't feel like an indiana jones movie just felt weird um i feel like there was another thing but i can't really remember what about the, the diving sequence and the eels and stuff? i like that, that. that was cool that right? was cool that was different we've never seen indiana jones I, in a, I didn't like the the whole bit about her fiance in morocco was like you, you like were they gonna get married or he was his wife oh. or something? I thought that was really out of place. Like, you know what it was? You know what I think it is, is because I think they were Disney was gonna push hard on her character moving forward. Yeah. Because there was supposed to be an Indiana Jones TV show. And even though Harrison Ford was done, I really do think she was gonna pick up the mantle of not necessarily being Indiana Jones, but being her own thing. And I really do yeah. think they were kind of setting her up They're for trying that. To, trying to develop her character more. Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. But anyway, so those are the little things for me. Um, the movie started off great. Yeah. I think that there was a lot of like the chase and the action that was just like kind of overblown in the middle. It really took off for me when, when they, you know, when they pulled the plane out to do the trip, the the trip back in time. That was super cool. Yeah. It was dumb that the kid was flying the airplane. And when he was in the Moroccan <laughs> casino or whatever place that was, yeah. and he was practicing his how to fly a plane using the cans and the, 
coasters and stuff. I'm like, this is dumb. He's gonna he's gonna need to fly a movie, <laughs> fly a plane sometime in yeah. later in the film. That was that was too easy. Um, and the time jump was cool, and they ended up in the wrong time. And I knew exactly. Oh, I know those ships. Those are ancient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let's, and then the, when the when the spears came through the you know the fuselage of the plane, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, right. and they're yeah. calling them dragons. They're like, oh, yeah. they've got dragons. And what seems silly is why don't they just fly up above the range of their their flying arrows? They just keep yeah. Hit. Unless they of, were just like, we're you know we're totally. But that's a movie yeah. thing, you know. You want yeah, so that's fine. Yeah. But one thing that that's notable about this movie is this is a breakthrough movie. This is like when Jurassic Park came out. When Indiana Jones showed up on screen at the beginning as young Indiana Jones, and you could not tell it was CG. Oh, it's like yeah, they nailed it. They did, and it's like boom, it's all over. It's all over now. You don't need actors anymore because yeah, they pulled it off. They pulled it off. You can usually tell. Like remember Princess Leah and yeah, and, yeah. I was like, nah. It was good, but not great. Yeah, yeah. Grandma Tarkin. Mm-hmm. It was good, but not great. But man, he, I don't know. Did did you have a sense that it was fake? I think it's, there's some of the action scenes, like the really fast one, but when they first showed him, no, oh, man, it looked no. really good. He looked really The only thing good. is they didn't de-age his voice. He still had his old, he still had his old Harrison Ford raspy okay, Yeah, I didn't really notice. Voice. Yeah, my, my kid did. And he's yeah. like, well, why does it sound so weird? I'm like, uh, yeah. we don't got that technology no, yet. No, this, this is like, like breakthrough. This is like, yeah, you guys did it. Finally, you finally did it. And like, yeah, so now they could just keep doing old Indiana Jones movies. They, they could, right? They could. Because he, they nailed it. I don't it. think they will, but I think they could. They could. And yeah. it was long. It wasn't like just a quick flashback moment, always oh, young. I mean, that, that. He was uh, there. He was there for a long yeah. time fighting and, 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 yeah. Breakthrough. Cool. I was like, whoa. All right. Well, I still don't know where I, where I rank Dial of Destiny as far as. In my indie movies, I don't know yet. I want to watch it again and see it again. And yeah, I mean, for know. me right now, it's on the bottom of the list. I'm yeah. gonna have to see it again. Yeah. Okay. So I, what what is your ranking then? I don't know. I don't know where to put it. Well, besides this one, what what is your? I mean, ranking? obviously, I, I like Raiders. Temple of Doom is number two. Okay. And then I'm really torn between Last Crusade and. Crystal Skull. I, I I almost think Crystal Skull might might edge it out a little bit as of right as of today. You know because I I do like that whole. I don't know. I just feel like there was a lot about Last Crusade that was kind of boring and dragged out a little bit. And then you know I've told you before I have a problem with the old man at the end. Yeah. That to me that's silly. Like really the guy just sat there. Like I would have liked better if he just became a ghost and then appeared. But because he physically sat there and been waiting for someone to take his spot, he to, to have guard at least the like thing, had like a little camp set up, like, like yeah, you know, and like it just seemed he's just sitting there. You vanquished me. No, uh, take my job, which Indy didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I officially ranked my movies. Okay. Okay, and Raiders is on top, obviously. Mm. All right, and I put less. Crusade as my second. Oh, okay. And you know, and I started thinking about it. Like, whenever I go to the old original trilogy, I always have a tendency to pull that one out for some reason. That's I don't know. There's just scenes in it that I really like. Uh, and then Temple of Doom after that, and then Crystal Skull after that, mm-hmm. and then Dial of Destiny. It's on the bottom. Right. It's on now. the bottom. It's on the bottom. As of today. Good as change. of today. Good change. And I actually have another movie I might want to throw into the mix. It's that. And actually, I just bought it today on, on Amazon. Oh. It's the the Raiders' greatest fan film. Oh, ever I made, do want to see that. Oh, you yeah, haven't seen it? I haven't. I've seen previews for it. Okay, so listeners, if you yeah. haven't seen the Raiders' greatest fan film ever made documentary, you absolutely yeah. have to see that. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, it's it's basically the story of these kids in high school, and they did a shot for shot remake of the entire film and it's awesome it took them years though right years yeah, yeah. and they did all the sets and it was cheesy like you know mm-hmm. we almost burned down my uncle's basement <laughs> that kind of stuff but it's an amazing documentary yeah yeah that's cool yeah all right well now that we're done talking about dial of destiny jim what is the movie that we gotta see raiders of the lost ark indiana jones mm-hmm. was it titled indiana jones in is it Indiana Jones or is it 
Raiders of the Lost Ark. It is Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's like the official title, right? And I'm going to tell you right now that there have been, I don't know, moments here at the church or with friends that I've gotten heated over that argument where someone will be like, name this movie and be like, oh, that's Indiana Jones. And I'm like, it's not Indiana Jones. It's Raiders. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Of the Lost Ark. And uh, I will die on that hill. Like, don't call this movie Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. The only reason I questioned it, because I agree with you, is because I saw on something. Oh, it was a DVD. Yeah. Okay. Indiana Jones. Yeah. And then in small letters, it says Raiders Check of the Lost Ark. Check this out. Throw that away. Get the 4K edition. Because this is correct. That's correct. Because you got Raiders on the title, not Indiana Jones on yeah. the title. And on the spine. See? Very good. Okay. Very good. Right. Yeah. Oh, look. And even the movie soundtrack. There you go. Raiders. Yeah, see? Raiders. See, they know. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, what's the... What's the oh, that's not... That's Temple of Doom. Then Temple they started doing Indiana Jones. So every movie then after Raiders was Indiana Jones and... That's because everybody just called it Indiana Jones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So... So Jim, you probably have a better personal history of about this movie than I do because I don't honestly it's like Star Wars. This movie has been in my life as far back as I can remember. I don't remember our first time seeing it. I just remember it being in my life and me loving it. So Yeah, there are very few movies that I remember, well, the older ones that I remember seeing in the theater. And this one was like huge. Mm. Uh it was nineteen eighty one, freshman high school for me. Uh we Drove into Pasadena. My friend drove. Obviously, I wasn't driving yet. Um, and we went to the theater. It was a double feature. It was Airplane and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. So, we, you know, we watched Airplane, laughed our butts off, you know, the high school kids. And then then Raiders came on. And right out of the gate, we're like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, man, this is cool. And we were just blown away by the film. So much so that we came back the next weekend, sat through airplane again and Indiana Jones again. <laughs> and uh, That's cool. it was all over after that. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a good movie. And then just watching it again last night, it's still the best of all, yeah. the, of all the films. It holds up beginning to end. It's just an amazing film. Yeah. You know, there, there are some movies out there where I just, I wish I, so 81, I was born and I, this came out, I think it came out in May, right? And I was born in May. So you know, my life and that movie are really closely knit <laughs> together. <laughs> you have a birth connection. I have a birth connection yeah. to the movie. And um, so for me, it was, you know, my parents saw it. And then when I got old enough, they're like, you got to see this movie. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I, this is one of those movies I wish I can go back in time and experience the theater. theater. I mean, I've, I've seen it in the theater, but I, I you know, just for the, to do it but but to experience it for the first time again in the theater because like star wars you know like the opening shot with the ship going over this is the same thing with him you know being in the jungle and the that scene where and i love it because it's like there's there's the build-up and it's in all the movies the build-up of when indy gets revealed right yeah. before you're just following you see him in the shadows you see him back you see he's a leader he's like Shh, quiet yeah. You know, and like you see the reaction of everyone around him, and all of a sudden he steps out of the shadows and you see Indiana Jones. So Yeah. Yeah, man. I wish I wish I can go back just in so time. good. And and then every moment the moments that it just they were huge, like yeah, you know, going into the cave, the spiders, ah, you know, and and getting in, you know, everything. I mean, just mm -hmm. every little moment, every little step was just so cool. Yeah. So for me, like you said, you're a freshman year, so you probably weren't like, you know, you're probably a little bit old. But for me, like when we're with all my friends and we're playing, you know, we're choosing who are we going to be, you know, we're going to be who Indiana Jones or we're going to do things with like Indiana Jones. We're going to get a whip, you know. Um, I don't think there was any, there wasn't any toy merchandise for that movie. No. At least I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. Um, but there was a Temple of Doom. And I remember me and my friends, we had a bunch of those figures. Um, but, uh, but now 83 was kind of, I, I think I read that that was, it was a big video. Like you could buy the movie at that point and you can actually buy a copy of it. And then they sold a bajillion of them because they, 
Yeah. They priced it just right, and everybody had a home copy of it. And that's you know that's the movie on VHS that I just wore out, yeah, just over yeah. and over again. Yeah, I was trying to think because I just recently bought this, uh, this edition, this nice 4K steel book edition. Steel book. Uh, steel book. It's a, oh, is that a metal case? Yeah, it's a metal case. Oh, I didn't man. notice that was a These metal case. These are collectors' case. items. Oh, look at that. So, uh, so I just bought that, but I remember buying it and thinking, this has to be the last time I buy this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because how many copies? Because are you keep I have, I have gotten. Yeah, I remember that I had my original copies, and then I remember uh, they released another set. I remember it was like yellow VHS set, and. Uh, and it, but it also had like a, a video of young Indiana Jones. I'm like, well, I need that. Yeah. I remember getting that for my birthday and then having that forever and then getting the DVDs and the Blu-rays. And Now this is, I'm trying to think what would they add to make it like, oh, I got to get this version now. They this, don't. this is all updated though, right? This is where they mm -hmm. went in and fixed stuff because I know like on the mm -hmm. VHS, like for example, the rolling boulder in the beginning, you could see the pole sticking out of the side. And I don't think they do that. Okay. I think this is all more more film restoration. Okay. And more like, you know, because that's one thing about, you know, 4K. Like, like when you get all these new Marvel movies, anything like special effects driven nowadays, you don't need a 4K for that. A Blu-ray is probably as, as good as it's going to get. But these older movies that get transferred into 4K, they just look amazing. Yeah. They bring out the, the color, but yet it's still kind of dull or it doesn't, it's not overwhelming. So... So Raiders looks looks amazing um, with this. You know what I noticed for the first time because I actually had it pointed out to me, and I know I've seen this movie well over a hundred times. At the end, at the end of the movie, when the when the, when Bellock's head explodes, mm -hmm. it's the hot dog fingers. He ha he has the hands on the side of his head, and then when the yeah. head explodes, the fingers just look like hot dogs. They're oh, like really? Flapping around. Oh, and shoot! It's the silliest I did looking not thing. That. But I probably never noticed it on VHS. Yeah. And I never really noticed it casual viewing until somebody pointed it out. Unless my son pointed it out to me. It was oh, like, oh, nice. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Quick rewind. Yeah, sure enough, it's hilarious. That's funny. But it doesn't ruin, the, it, doesn't ruin it at all. It's just funny. It's, just, yeah. it's great. Yeah. All right. So what are your, what are your, your lovable, like must-see, you know, scenes? Must-see moments. Yeah. God, there's so many of them. There's so many. There's so many of them. There's, there's obviously when he, when he's getting the idol in the beginning mm -hmm. and he, he's, he's kind of figuring out how much it weighs. Yeah. How do you know that? Okay. But the thing is, right. If it, if it, the, the podium drops, is that because he put too much weight on it? Yeah. So then why did he just take, just take it off then? and then it wouldn't have sunk? Cause nah, what would I think? Well, he knew, he knew it had to be perfect. Because then he was like, you know, taking some sand out, like looking at it. Yeah. So I think he tried to get as perfect as it could. So maybe if maybe if he had just taken the idol off, then maybe the podium probably maybe like would have like rose, like because the pressure's not there. It has to have a certain balance. Point. I think he should just grab the thing and ran. <laughs> I think that he should have known. Like, there's just no way I'm gonna get this perfect to where it's, you know, I'm gonna trick the the jungle. The jungle mechanics. It was a good try, though. It was a good try. It was a good try. It, but, it's, it's a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, he makes it, and then you get that uh, that funny scene with him and the one guy that followed him into the temple. Yeah. But he's also, for, you know, about the money. He's like, "Oh, throw me the rip, throw me the idol. No time to argue." Yeah. Right. <laughs> of course, got betrayed. Okay, so I mean, it starts with that grabbing the idol, mm -hmm. escaping. The big the big ball comes rolling down on him. Awesome. I mean, that alone is just an amazing scene. Yeah. Okay, so what's one of your favorite awesome moments uh, yeah i mean the opening it, it's funny because like the opening scene does nothing for the rest of the movie other than it just tells you who indiana jones is but the opening scene is so freaking awesome well it's it sets up the whole thing with with, with belloc that's true yeah. you're right it does it, it you get to meet his his rival yeah keeps his, stealing his stuff mm, yeah um french french rival and he's like all in white and you know yeah. different he's like the the anti yeah indiana jones and and that's when we learned that you know indiana jones he's just doing it for to put in a museum he's yeah. not doing it for the money but uh man i so another scene that i like i love about is yeah indiana jones is full of action but there's these little dramatic moments in it too yeah that just that really 
grab me. Like even when he's talking to the the um the feds or I don't know, the government guys. Yeah. And they're saying, Yeah, Hitler's going after the the Ark. And what is the Ark? And like just listen just hearing him explain what the Ark is. Yeah. And then when they so realize cool. that he knows what's going on and they yeah. kind of go, Oh, this guy knows. Yeah. Oh, just the look on their faces is just great. Yeah. And then yeah, and then him setting him up about like when like what we talked before with with uh with Brody saying like this isn't you know this is nothing like you've gone after before this is not to be taken lightly you know there's something to this there's real power there's it's not some gold trinket and uh of course he like laughs him off yeah. like eh, nothing's gonna happen you're, cool. you're trying to scare me yeah. yeah so but but yeah no there's something eerie about that conversation right mm-hmm. that Brody's having with Indy yeah and uh yeah just again it's just all these things that that build up and then um man i love i mean yeah bellock's the villain but the other guy which i always i feel like i can't pronounce his name like i know his name the 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 guy guy with the nazi guy with the glasses like he's just some nerdy nazi guy yeah but i don't i don't know of any other movie that guy has been in but yet he's so iconic as this leather wearing Nazi villain that I think it's like Teho Teot or I can't, I always, I don't think they say his name I in the movie know, I, yeah, at I don't all, know what his name is, no. but I know it's like T O H T or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but the, the nerdy little Nazi guy, that high yeah. front line, like yeah. he's just sickly looking. He's disgusting. He's, you know, he's a good villain. And now he first comes on the scene at at marion's yeah. cantina i think it's yeah. the first we see him uh-huh well the very first time we see him is when he's peeking over the life magazine in the airplane that's right yeah. which is supposed to be him but really wasn't him it was played by somebody else. oh shoot i did not know that oh i almost made that a trivia question oh you should should have okay, <laughs> oh do you know who played the part no it's dennis murin from ilm one of the effects guys oh really yeah I never knew that. He was the only guy that could actually, I guess somebody tried to, to do it and it's like, no, no, do it like this. No, no, do it like this. And so Dennis, Dennis Muren sat in, put the glasses on, you know, lowered the magazine and gave that little look and it was like perfect. So like they filmed all these other scenes with that actor and then they just couldn't get him again to do that scene? Wait, what do you mean? Like the why 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 wasn't the original actor playing that guy? I don't know. I don't remember what the playing story was. Like he couldn't, he couldn't, Maybe he didn't do it right, oh, okay. or he wasn't available for the day. Oh, interesting. But Dennis Murin just stepped in and just said, "I'll, I'll do it." Wow, I'll do it like this. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the whole cantina scene's awesome. I mean, from beginning to end, it, it, the the, the gunfight and the, the the back and forth between Indy and and, and Marianne, which everything. again is another great setup to a great character. Yeah, like you learn who Marion is just while she's having this drinking contest with these yeah. Nepalian people yeah, and she's drinking them under the table yeah. and she owns this bar. She owns a business. She's tough. Yeah. She's tough. She doesn't and, put up with anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great intro to a, to a great character. So I'm a, I'm a big Marion. Like I, like the other movies, all the other girls, I, I couldn't, like, I can't stand the girl um, in Indiana and in Temple, Temple of Doom. Yeah. Uh, she just annoys me. She's just whiny. Which, and, and yeah. <laughs> Steven Spielberg was, ends up marrying that girl uh but yeah like when i think about like good love stories i always think indian marion yeah uh, that's you know well yeah and they just have great moments together yeah yeah um yeah. and on, on the ship when he's worn out yeah and he's beat and she spins the mirror around and smacks him in the <laughs> you're, face you're it's the just screen. so good yeah yeah, yeah. And that's one of the other things I like about it is you you feel the you feel the pain that he's going through. Mm-hmm. He's not like some superhero character where he's no. just going nonstop action, keeps going. He gets it. He gets to the end of his day yeah. after doing all this stuff, and he's beat. He is beat, and he is worn out. Yeah, he's a school teacher. He's a college professor. Yeah. No yeah. college professor should be doing these things, no. but yeah. but uh, but yeah, he's just yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um. But you know, going to that point you know one of my funny the funniest scene one i think is the funniest scene is uh you know they're they're escaping they're trying to get on the plane and uh the nazi plane and then there's the big bald uh nazi guy that like like come fight me yeah and then you just see indy go like oh 
And it wasn't like the guy was coming after him. Like he, Indy could have just kept going to try to steal the plane. Yeah. But Indy knows like, I got to fight this guy. And like, he just shrugs his and he just slowly slides off the plane. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, let's go. And the fight was great. And you think, oh man, Indy's just fighting dirty. He's throwing sand in his face. Yeah. He's, he's biting him on the arm. He's kind of like Bugs Bunny and, and the, you know, the, yeah. But it's great. It's great, and he he doesn't like do like fancy moves. He's like some super. It was like a real fight. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh man, what made these movies you know stand apart is the sound from the punches, right? The there's a specific. Oh my god, specific. Yeah, that's the word. Uh, sound right from an indie punch. Yeah, but not only the punches, it's the, his gun too. Yeah, the when gun he's in the does cantina, sound good. It sounds yeah. like a cannon. It it's does. like super cool. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. And just so many moments, like they're they're fighting in there, and they shoot the barrel of of wine, and it's pouring out. And <laughs> yeah. Marion takes a drink, you know, to get like the guy's got Andy's head on the bar, and then the flames coming towards his head, and she's on the other side of the bar. Whiskey. He's all whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like how good is that, right? Yeah. It's just so great. And then the other, it, it, there's just so many good like one liners that I'm sure that they, you know, but like it, he's getting ready to go after the truck. You know, that just, they just loaded up the ark and he's taking off. He says, well, what are you going to do now? No, I don't know. Making this up as I go. Making this up as I go. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that, it, he, it, it makes Indy, you know, relatable and real. You know, like he's yeah. just, he, he, he has, he knows his field, but yet like this whole action stuff, he does it because he has to do it. He has to do it. Because no yeah. one else is going to do it. Yeah. But he doesn't, he's not a, ma- that's not his field. He's not a master in it. Yeah, he's you yeah know. he's not like a trained, yeah, assassin, fighter. No, he's just he's an archaeologist and he's doing what he has to do. He needs to get it, whatever it takes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Beginning to end, so good. So another reason that make this movie amazing, you know, I know, you know, us working at a church and even just like as they tackle, you know, themes like the Ark and then like the the um the holy grail uh those are like just really cool visual representations but i i do think that there's like this huge theme and i was trying to think of like okay so what's the theme in this movie and i i mean yeah i can come up with some stuff but i want to talk about like his his life as a whole so so looking at his life as a whole so i'm sure you know this but maybe a lot of you listeners don't but even though Temple of Doom was the second movie made, it technically is a prequel. Right. It's a prequel. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be the, his first adventure. Not, you know, not his first adventure, but at least his first movie adventure. So, I mean, they, they do it like, um, like it shows the year that, that, you know, Temple of Doom was. So Temple of Doom takes place before Ark, uh, you know, before Raiders of the Lost Ark. Did they put a date on that They one? do. They do. Was it, was it late 20s? Um, I'm just curious. Something like I'm just, that. I'm just kind of curious what it was, but. But, um, uh, they, uh, so if you take that story, like I, I love Temple of Doom, like if Raiders of the Lost Ark didn't exist, you know, I'd probably just as love be in love with Temple of Doom. I know a lot of people don't like it. They think it's a dark movie. It's dark and it's gross, but, but I love it though. And, And there's a part of me thinks that maybe I saw that movie before I saw that one as a kid, but I don't know. But anyways, yeah, because like the monkeys and the uh, monkey brains. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of grossness. And anyways, yeah, but but we do see a different Indiana Jones. Okay, he he is he's he's not the archaeologist. There's no there's no um, really connection to him to being a professor, right? He's kind of there, you know, trying to get. In fact, he's giving up. You know, in the in the very beginning scene of Temple of Doom, he's given up like what would should be in a museum, right? Right. He's trying. He's giving up like the remains of some uh, emperor, right? Like that's an honorable thing. And what is right. he getting in return? He's getting a diamond. He's getting a diamond, which so that's really like payment. Sense. That's money. Yeah. Right. So, and he even says it to the kid to to short round. He goes, "Fortune and glory, Fortune kid. And glory, Fortune yeah. and glory." Which is odd. It's a little out of place for, for but, his character. But let's just say, but let's just say this is his growth, right? Right. So that's him in the beginning. That's just who he is. And maybe that's how he learned how to fight and go on these adventures and be a man of the world and and uh 
And then he grows up and, you know, gets a little bit more serious. But now he's, you know, he's in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like I said, he's he's trying to get this piece to be put in a museum, right? He's not he's not trying to make money off of it where Balak is. Yeah, he's more into the history. He's of more in the history of it. I mean, yeah, he is taking a sacred artifact from a people, but beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> the 30s were a wild time. Um, but but he's being you know, respectful of it. Right. You know, and, and, uh, and so, but and then throughout the whole movie, it's just him being respectful of, of, you know, what they're looking for, you know? So now he's, he's going to look for the ark. Yes. Part of him wants to find the ark, but he's also in it to, it's a race against evil, right? Hitler can't have this. Yeah. He doesn't want the bad guys having it. It needs yeah. to be, but there's still yeah. a part of him that is like, well, this is going to be an amazing find. I'm going to get notoriety. You know, he'll get like other book deals or that's how he'll make his money. But obviously he's not going to sell the Ark. But, uh, um, but at the same time, it's, it's a race against evil. And throughout that whole movie, that's maybe how he starts. But then at, at the end, he knows, you know, just how important it is and knows, knows its power. And even to the point of like, you know, he tells Marion, don't look. Don't open your eyes because what's about to happen is going to get crazy, right? Right. Some bad stuff's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that's a good, another thing of growth. And then we get into last crusade and we have that opening scene of the late river Phoenix and, uh, being the young Indiana Jones. And he has that idealistic, you know, this cross belongs in a museum, you know, but then his he has that weird relationship with his father, and uh, he he um, knows that his dad was obsessed with finding the Grail. So I don't know, maybe something throughout. Then at that point, he got into it for the money. But then by the time we get to the the Last Crusade, you know, he has that moment again. All right. Am I going to go for the notoriety? Am I going to go for it? Or am I going to save my dad? Yeah, he, you he know? becomes more interested in relationship. Yes, and, more and interested in relationship. People. Yeah. And he lets it go, you know, and, and it's not, you know. So I look at that like that to me, that is like the growth of our walk with God, right? Like, and like, you know, I think a lot of times we are expected to make quick changes. And I think there are a lot of things that we do need to make in our life when we confess and we want to, you know, follow, follow God, but we can say, we can make those confessions. We can say we can make those changes, but it's not necessarily easy all the time. And what I love about these movies is that is it does show him, you know, making that slowly make that, that change. I mean, for him, it was a course of three movies. But, uh, and, and I think it's fair for all of us, you know, I mean, you know, and I think God is okay with that. I think God is look, your walk is your walk. Yes. Do I want you to, to keep walking forward? You might take a couple steps back, but still face forward. And, um, and however long that takes is however long it takes. So I don't know. I might be looking into <laughs> reading into that way too much, but, um, I don't know. What do you think? No, that's good. I, you know, you do see a change in his focus, mm-hmm. you know, through the, through the three movies. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about yeah. it like that. On a personal level, with this, with these movies, and why I don't know, I feel like they mean so much to me. Is these first three movies came out in a time when I'm a young man and I'm looking for adventure, you know, wanting not necessarily you know wanting that, that life, but the opportunity right to be in a going adventure like being in the mountains or walking around or playing with friends and then and then in like 2008 when crystal soul came out i'm already married and i'm starting to settle down and that's kind of where indiana jones was at you know he is not necessarily the adventurer anymore he's more of a the teacher and those adventure days are kind of like they're they're winding down for him and he's starting to be more you know more grounded mm-hmm. um and so that kind of hit me in a time of life when, okay, I'm starting to, you know, be more grounded, I guess. And then when Dial of Destiny, which is like, now he's at the very end. Um, and, uh, 
you know, not to say that I'm at the very end, <laughs> but, but, uh, but I'm at the, you know, now I'm, you know, I have kids of my own and it really is that it's more, you know, about them and, you know, what I can do for them. And, and, uh, so I don't know. So it's just, again, I left the theaters sad just because it's, it's over. Not because it, I felt like it was a crappy movie. It was more just, that's it. Wow. Like, yeah. Because, is, because, yeah, because you see his life. Yeah, and, and I've learned a lot from these movies. Just, you know, uh, like being okay to, to uh, make things up as you go. You know, not to have all the answers, but 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 just to do it because no one else is going to do it. If no one else steps up, you know, you that's like my kids. Like, who's going to raise my kids? No one. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no like, uh, let me think about this. I'm, I'm making this up as I go. Yeah, so. that's probably the biggest, I think, lesson, observation, what's cool about Writers of the Lost Ark and his character is that, and like I said, one of my favorite quotes is, I'm just making this up as I go. Yeah. You know, and every scene, it's just, you just figure it out. Yeah. Just figure it out. We're doing this. He's like, yeah, I guess I will wrap my whip underneath a truck and I'll slowly just, yeah. this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's not like you probably thought that through. Well, I mean that that says a lot about yeah. just even just a person's personal life, you know, just like growing and growing mm-hmm. up, you know. You know, you're gonna drive a car, kind of scary. We're just gonna do it. You just gotta do you it. Just gotta do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything in life is scary. Yeah, but you, but you just do it. You just do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you make it up as you go. And you make it up yeah. as you go. Yeah. Which I think for a lot of kids, you know, like and their parents, they don't realize that that's what parents do. <laughs> no, yeah right yeah but yeah. that's the thing though i mean when you're in high school you don't know you don't know what career right. you're gonna follow but you start you just you just you step out and start doing it mm-hmm. and, and one thing leads to another but but you're you're making it up as you go yeah 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 good stuff that's good stuff i just know like for me like you know i'm in my 40s now you know i i'm gonna get older and i wish there would be another indiana jones movie later in life that can teach me what I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I just, I just wasn't done with these movies and freaking Harrison Ford is. So thanks a lot, Mr. Ford. Yeah. All right. Jim, do you have any movie magic? You want some movie magic? I do want some movie magic. Cause I feel like you, you're going to, you're going to bring the magic. Okay. Today. So movie came out early, early eighties. What did we say? It was 81, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so at the time, at the time I was, I think I was working on Rocketeer. It was early '90s, and um, you know, working in a model shop, props, gags, and sets, and special effects and stuff. So what what came through the shop, and what a lot of model shops do is they share things from different movies. So what came through the shop was one of these, uh, the the Idol from mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. So somebody somewhere at ILM made a copy, gave it to their buddy. They made a mold. And somehow it ended up, you know, from from Marin County all the way down to L.A., you know, was a copy of the Idol. So everybody in the shop got the copy of the Idol, and we made a mold, and everybody's got a copy. <laughs> yeah. So this, so this one here, for those watching this on YouTube, this is this was cast from the original. That's cool. There are many different fan-made versions out there, but this one's cast from the original. Which is super cool. That is super cool. Super cool. And then the other thing that I got was, and you're not going to be able to see it if you're listening, but on YouTube is the headpiece to the staff of Raw. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of question this stuff if it's authentic or somebody just made a copy of it. But there is, you know, there's some good books out there. This is an ILM Mm -hmm. book, uh, Archives, Indiana Jones and Star Wars Archives. They have a great picture of it. And you you can compare it to the photos. And yeah, it definitely is the one from the film. Or a copy. The only thing about this one that, and this is the reason why I haven't finished it or painted it or anything, is because it's small. It's small. Yeah. It's really small, and you can account for shrinkage because when you when you mold something, typically the original part is is made out of clay. A silicone mold is made, and then it's cast cast in a urethane resin. Mm-hmm. Well, the mold shrinks slightly, and the resin shrinks slightly. So your first mold, your first set of parts parts will shrink but it's unnoticeable you can even mold it again and again a few times and you really won't notice the size but 
when something gets passed down from one shop to the next year after year, parts start getting really small. So this thing's really small and it doesn't make, make any sense why, you know, be that small, but yeah, it shrinkage. The other theory I have is, is that when you take this thing and you put it in the palm of your hand, mm -hmm. it's the perfect size of your hand. Okay. Which makes me think that it's possibly this could be a version that they they took the original and made a silicone mold. And in the silicone molds, you can add mineral spirits to it, and it'll actually shrink the mold so you can make a smaller part. Oh, okay. So it's quite possible that this piece is a shrunk version for the purpose of making the prosthetic of the burnt uh, <laughs> handprint. Because you put it in your hand, and it's really... And you when you see it in the film, too... The medallion fits right in the palm of his hand, and you do get all the markings on your hand. If this thing was the full, you know, 4.3 inches, like the the hero one, you wouldn't get the full imprint in your hand. Yeah. So, two reasons why it might why it might be smaller. Hmm. So, that it, makes sense. I like that theory. That that this is that's the, the hand. This is the that's hand. The, hand, the hand one. Yeah. So at some point, I'll I'll work on this and. Make a copy. Yeah, make a copy to preserve it, and then make a bigger. There are ways you can expand rubber. Doesn't work as good as shrinking it, mm -hmm. but try to make a full size one yeah. as well. So, cool. but anyway, that's super cool because it's a production casting. It's not a fan made one, so that's super fun. Yeah. And then the idol itself is. A, so you were kind enough to give me an idol. Was it was that idol based off of this one? It was out of the same mold. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 And the weird thing about this one here is, is it's incredibly heavy. Yeah. Because I put lead weight in it to make it more authentic, but I put way too much in. <laughs> so you can't. So you don't know what the sand, no, sand ratio is no, for that one. No. Yeah. No. And then the other th cool thing about this particular prop is in the movie, and I don't know how many people notice it, but when you, when he first approaches the idol in the chamber, there are real human eyes yeah. in it. Yeah. which make it really creepy and spooky. And I think a lot of people didn't notice it until they started getting more high-definition right. TVs and, and copies, but it's got real eyes in it, and it's and they kind of they kind of look side to side ever so slightly. It does. It, like, slightly ever moves. Ever so slightly, yeah. and it makes it look really creepy. And I yeah. don't think people ever noticed that, why it, why it had that, that, that look to it. So yeah. someday I want to do, I want to mold this and then do a version with the eyes. That are just that'd be cool, yeah, and maybe a sensor that would follow you from one end of the room to the other. <laughs> that would be great. So, yeah. So anyway, that's my that's my movie magic. That's cool for Raiders. All right. Well, I feel like this is gonna be a big movie battle because this is a movie that we've talked about for years, you know, um, and we love, and I think that the winner is gonna be the ultimate indie fan i mean yeah you got these, you got the know. props but yeah yeah this was hard these questions were super hard because it's like yeah that was, it's like nobody's gonna know that. i felt the nobody's same way know that. i felt the nobody's same way know that, so. i had to really dig deep so i hope my questions aren't too stupid yeah but all right we'll see why don't you go first this time since you uh are older and you saw the movie before i did okay <laughs> Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, okay. I'll take that. Okay. But right. if you do win, you technically have an advantage because of the you've seen it more. Is this a movie you watch every year? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me too. Yeah, it's every year. I'll either maybe, watch it around maybe. Easter or sometimes it's like my birthday movie. That I'm like, oh, I'm gonna okay, stay yeah. at home and pop this in. I need to it. do the math and see from the time the VHS came out and I watched it every year. How many viewings is that? And yeah, that's probably that's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, all right. Now let me look at my questions here. Let me pick one. Do, 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 do. Okay, I'm gonna start with this one. I'm gonna start with my last question. Uh, here we go. Crap, I'm already scared, to be honest with you. I don't want to lose this one, but go ahead. All right. The Peruvian guide, Barranca? <laughs> okay, I didn't even know his name was Barranca. Well, I didn't so know So I'm either. already, I'm already It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Okay, it doesn't matter. Okay. He's the guy in the beginning of the movie that tried to kill Indiana Jones, from the very beginning, uh -huh. before we even see Indiana Jones' yeah. face, right? That guy? Yeah. Okay. He played another notable character in the movie. 
Do you know what character that it is? It was the guy with the patch. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I didn't know that. The one-eyed assassin monkey man. Yeah, I don't know his name, but I do know it was the, the assassin monkey man. He's the one-eyed assassin monkey man. Yeah. All right. I didn't know that. Woo, all right. See, if you had asked me, I wouldn't have known that. Um. All right. Here's a... Do you want an easy one? I'll give you an easy one I first. don't care. Hit me. Okay. Uh, what are the words that are written on Indiana Jones' student in the classroom? They kept All the women are like in love with him. And one girl blinks and she's sending him a message. What are the words on her eyelids? That's so easy. I know. This that is my is easy so one. Easy. Okay, then say it. Love you. Oh, I love you too, That Jim. was hilarious. When I saw it in the theater, I was just like, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. And apparently that was an ad lib. That, oh, act- really? that actress did that. Oh, shoot, She really? was just supposed to look at him and look lovingly at him. And now she wrote on her eyelids, and then that was her idea. Wow, okay. Isn't that great? That is great. That's awesome. All right. All right, one to one. One to one. <clears throat> oh, I'm asking you a question. Yeah. All right. All right. Probably no, but I'm going to ask it anyway. All right. The exploding head death scene mm. at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, can we talk about this real quick? Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about this okay. scene. Okay. This is the first time I've noticed. Did we already talk about hot dog fingers? Yeah, you did mention Oh, that. never mind. Yeah. Okay, well, we already talked about hot dog fingers. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Okay. Okay, so the exploding head death scene at the end of the movie was pretty graphic. Mm-hmm. And it earned them originally an R rating, but they fixed it. Do you know how they fixed it? They fixed it? Yeah, I didn't know they originally gave this a hard rating. I mean, I know they did that with Temple of Doom and they created the PG-13 label, but I didn't. But that was a Temple of Doom. What did they do with this? Oh, see, I thought for sure you'd get this. They added a layer of fire effects over it to kind of mask it. Oh, so it wasn't they so did graphic. do that. Yeah. 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 Uh. And that's the reason why I didn't, probably didn't notice the hot dog fingers either. Someone was just like, all right, that's fine. You got to, you got to like tone this down. You got to tone yeah. it down. So they kind of hit it a little bit. Oh. All right. Dang it. Okay. All right. All right. What year did this movie take place? So when we were talking about it, you mentioned yeah. it, and then and then you're like, "Oh, something." I, I like, I'm not saying it because like this is one of my trivia questions. I'm like, "Oh, something like that." Okay, but do you know the year that that Temple of Doom? Yeah, I do. What what year was that? I'm not gonna tell you until you answer this question. All right. It's 1936. Unbelievable. Did I get it? No. Yeah, you got it. Oh, okay. Dang it. I know it was 1930 something. 1936. Yeah. Okay, so then Temple of Doom would have 34. to be. 34. Oh. Yeah. See, I would have put it earlier than that. 34. Shoot, maybe it's 32. Oh, anyways. Dang it. Okay. I know the car. Yeah, because the, the car was a late 20s model. The. Yeah. That, that short round was driving. So I kind of put it like, but then of course it's an old car. So yeah. Huh. All right. All right. Well, what's your next question? You may or might not have noticed it, but I sure did. <laughs> okay. So when the okay, so when the truck that was carrying Marion in the basket mm-hmm. gets out of get gets out of control, tips onto its side and explodes. The special effects department had a rig to get that truck to tip over, and you can see it in the movie. Mm. What is it? They had to do something to tip it over. Was it a crane? <laughs> crane. I, I don't know. All right. There's a pole sticking out of the bottom of the truck. That they said they set a charge that basically it pushes out of the bottom of the truck to tip the truck over. Oh, that comes out of the truck. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then normally they do like an explosive charge to blow the the pole out the bottom to tip the truck over. But when the truck tips over, it's just hanging out of the truck. Okay. Yeah. It's like right there. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Hmm. Dang it. All right. Well, All right. one to two. 
I guess I'm going to lose this one. But I'm going to ask you this question anyways. All right. What is the word Indiana Jones is teaching in the classroom? And he's teaching about a specific word. And he writes it on the board. What's that word? can't ask you a question because I'm thinking like it's the word he's trying to spell on the chalkboard and he's checking his spelling. Neolithic? It's Neolithic. That's yeah. my answer. It is. It is. Right on. Well, congratulations. You won. Of course I won. Yeah. Of course I did. Quite curious though. This is the only movie poster I have up in my house. Curious. That's how much I know. The uh, would you have known what Professor Ravenwood's first name was? Marion's father. Marion's father. Uh, Abner. Yeah. Abner. And would you have known where the Ark was being held? Tannis. No, like the actual place, not the city. The Well of the Souls. Yeah, you wouldn't know that. Too. Yeah. And one question I thought you were going to ask me, but you didn't. But do you know what Jacques? snake's name was you have to know this one. oh i totally know reggie yeah, that's reggie that's yeah, where we, we, we named yeah. one of our public characters reggie pet yeah reggie yeah if you would have been like i don't know i would have lost my mind yeah all right well congratulations i'm curious about the bonus question now did he have a bonus question since i seem to know all the answers yeah i'm gonna ask you this question. where's it at it's in the land speeder oh the question's in the delorean all right, give me the DeLorean. Uh, the DeLorean. All right, Master of Indiana Jones. Yeah, the Master of Indiana Jones. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Oh, this is easy. Is it? This is like, I knew this, this answer like as a kid. Oh, man. Okay. What lettering is on the side of the seaplane in the beginning of the movie? Oh, it's OB... C three PO or yeah there you go there you go yeah yeah that was a good one I was gonna I was thinking about that but that was too easy yeah I know you would know and then because I yeah that was one thing I remember learning really young is like all the Star Wars stuff that's connected to this and all the the movies R two D two and C three PO hieroglyphics carved in the that's funny because like my kids are always like all right we gotta pause it because they always want to see it somebody told me that it was in that scene but they told me it was in a different part of it and so i could never ever find it it, oh. it was in a different scene the minute you see it like I, I can never unsee it now it's always that's where my eyes go it's right there yeah yeah all right well jim what is your ranking of this film oh no i didn't rank it oh for real you have to rank it i totally forgot to rank it okay well to me it's a 10 this is this is the one of the, my one of my few 10s in movies that i have um, should I should I go get my sheet and do it real quick? Do I need my? Is sheet? it not a ten in your world? Well, let me think. <laughs> no, because I, I I when I when I do my my list, yeah, it always it always it always nails it. It's like a true okay. it's a true rating and and okay think, okay let me just think real quick. Soundtrack rewatch. I did I rewatched it immediately. Soundtrack cinematography. Yeah, this is a 10. It's perfect in it, every it, it, single it, it, it box. And There's espe- nothing and, you can change about this movie. Yeah, and especially watching it again for the hundredth and some mm-hmm. time, beginning to end, it's flawless. Yeah. I guess you could take out the pole that knocks the, the truck over, but I actually like that kind of stuff in movies. I like that stuff. Yeah. And I didn't like them when they took the pole out of the... the you know the the boulder. the boulder yeah when it's rolling i yeah. like to see the wires that's yeah I, it doesn't it doesn't take anything away from it's the movie all part of the, that the, stuff. the movie the movie making yeah. process the I art agree. of it but yeah no it was it was perfect beginning to perfect end. movie yeah all right well any final thoughts on this movie or indiana jones in general it's a great movie yeah it just really is good yeah uh, for me, it's just when you think of like 
movies that make you, you know, like you're in your life and just everything. Like this is one of those movies that like, it goes on my list. Like this is the movies that made me sure you, especially with what you did for a living for so long. Yeah. And it's inspired so many other things in, in life. And I don't know. I mean, I know Harrison Ford is watching and listening to us and just, you want to say thank you, Mr. Ford. Thank you, Mr. Ford. And um, and the team at ILM. And the team, man. Because I think Temple of Doom was was the was more inspirational. I think a lot of the visual effects. It really and was, and yeah. Stuff. And and I think at that at that time when Temple of Doom came out, I'm like, I want to make models mm-hmm. for movies. This is what I want to do. Yeah. So that that was a very pivotal. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think the world would be a very sadder place if these movies did not existed. So. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that wraps it up. Uh, Please, if you guys liked this content, please subscribe to us and give us a rating and a like. We'd really appreciate that would help us out. And uh, yeah. So yeah, thank you to Harrison Ford, the whole team. The whole team. And to Steven Spielberg, you blew it. You freaking blew it for not directing the last one.